IVM TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek Tejas Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello, welcome guys. It's a new episode of the TFG Football Podcast. I'm your host, Suju. And here we are once again, not in the studio in our respective places. Uh, Chiranjit is on the train still. And uh, we are going to get you all the updates that has happened in the matches and the other news as well. Now, before we slip into the review of last night's IFL match, uh, we have a bit of news uh, coming in, coming off from Mohan Bagan. Now, they are going to be playing their home matches uh, apart from the derby, especially the next Games, uh, looking into it for that is going to happen this year. Uh, they'll be playing at their own home ground. It's the Mohan Bagan ground. Chiranjit, uh, happy about this week? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't remember when the last time this happened. I'm super excited about this because uh, for me, you know, Mohan Bagan ground is uh, literally the best place to, uh, to watch football. You know, you're so close to the action. Uh, you can literally hear the sound when two players collide with each other. It's it's uh, even as close to the action as Kukurej. And imagine if Kukurej had 22,000 uh, capacity. That's how mad it will be at the Mohan ground. So it's uh, it's a uh, brilliant experience to watch matches over there. People go mad. Uh, the stadium is easily accessible from uh, Aura and uh, North Kolkata. So you're going to have more people turning up. Remember when uh, uh, Calcutta Football League was happening and uh, uh, they sold out every single match and there were still 3-4,000 people outside the stadium who did not get the tickets. So they had to set up a big screen outside the stadium yeah. so, so that those people could watch the match. So that's how it gets. This is, this is the actual home ground. I don't remember the last time a competition match happened over there because uh, the ground always... So it's short of some requirements uh, of, uh, you know, infrastructure of, uh, you know, they needed a new referee room, a better dressing room, a broadcast room, a dressing room, all of those things. Uh, so Mohan Bagan actually started uh, the renovation process last year and it seems like the ground has finally been renovated and uh, they are ready to uh, host the matches over there. It's, it's brilliant. I think I think the uh, the, uh, the issues that you've been having with uh, getting fans in the Salt Lake Stadium for a 5:30 kickoff will not happen. Uh, if you have a 5:30 match at Mohan Ground, it's going to be sold out. Right, absolutely. So interesting times ahead for the the home fans in the stadium. Now, something that's yeah. emerging out. And also, 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 there is a, we should take this opportunity to congratulate East Bengal uh, uh, club because uh, last night. Uh, their floodlights were turned on for the first time. It's still being fitted. It's still being uh, you know worked on, but uh, for the first time in the club's history, their stadium uh, got floodlights. So that's a historic moment. Well, all uh, of that is something. <coughs> staying with the Kolkata club, something more emerging from the Bagan uh, squad now. Sony Norde and something related to Yuto Kinawaki. Chiranjit, what do you have updates from these two players' injuries and all of that? Yeah, <laughs> 
So like, uh, in the world, like, yes, it's a good shape. Uh, all those, like, they're selecting, like, because they're the favorite situation. So, um, okay. Kinoaki, uh, probably might be out for the entire season? Uh, no guarantees yet, but some people are fearing that already. We'll, we'll have to wait until it happens. Okay. Okay, well, let's hope for uh, his speed, all of the whoever is injured, his speedy recovery, especially with Tokenawaki. We need to see him. We love to see him back in action. Uh, now, coming back to ISL matches, uh, last night, Northeast United played at home against Mumbai City FC, and uh, we did call this that it would be a win for Mumbai City, and they did that. It was a clean sheet, a 2 0 win for Mumbai City, a brace from Balwan Singh. Uh, Kevin, coming to you, Balwan Singh has finally. Uh, start scoring and this is what happens. If he would start scoring, this is it will be a boost for Mumbai City, and that's exactly what we are seeing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Balwan Singh is on song uh, with his goal scoring. Uh, he could have got one more uh, if there was one more mistake from North East United. Obviously, because two mistakes led to two goals, and uh, Balwan Singh was in the right place and right time. Uh, mm. uh, North East United, you no know, playing at home. I think they were the better side in the first half till the goal went. And one mistake from the keeper, uh, and you know that's what you get uh, when you make such horrible mistakes against striker like Balwan Singh. Uh, he left his line, uh, he left his box, and came all the way, you know, almost like uh, uh, 20, 30 yards off of the of the goal line. And uh, I, I don't know what he was thinking. He was trying to uh, get in the ball and clear it off Balwan's uh, leg, but he missed it totally. He wasn't even close to the ball. And Balwan Singh and I had an easy task of just tapping it into an open goal. And he was never going to miss from the, those chances. Uh, mm. And the second uh, mistake obviously came from uh, Roland Borges, uh, the least of whom you can expect him to make mistakes like that. Uh, it, it was a, a mistake at the back line. And then uh, Emana, who was, I think, he, he deservingly, no, he, he was the best player for Mumbai City yesterday. And... Mm. Uh, the first goal which uh, Balwan Singh scored, I think it was his pass. It was almost a 20-yard pass uh, that he, he found space a, a, a behind the defense. Right. Uh, that he was able to you know pick that defense-splitting pass and uh, Balwan Singh uh, had this... Uh, his task made much, much easier uh, from that. Uh, he was also instrumented in the second uh, goal when... Uh, he won the ball and uh, played square to Balwan Singh unf- unselfishly for him mm-hmm. to uh, come and play, score the second goal. Obviously, Balwan Singh had another chance where he could finish. Uh, he could have completed his hat trick, but uh, right. uh, it just just fly just over the bar. Uh, I think on two occasions, uh, but it wasn't uh, Northeast's day yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. If it was, I think uh, those mistakes would have never happened. And uh, they they hit uh, the post in the second or third minute. Uh, if that would have gone in, I think it would have been a different game for Mumbai City because they, the the home team did really start very well. Uh, the pressure was kept all along. Uh, it just mm. those those silly mistakes that led to the goal and uh, they missed uh, Renist. Uh, I, I think uh, it's lack of maturity from the keeper there. Uh, on a couple of occasions, he did make some good saves, but then. Uh, it, the damage was already done. Uh, yeah. Northeast tried hard uh, to get back in the game, but it just wasn't their day. 
Yeah, absolutely. Now going ahead, uh, Kevin, what do you think? Is this, this this is like it's a struggling period for Northeast United and going a difficult way ahead. What do you think they should be looking at? Uh, goals, goals. Uh, I think it's just a solution to the problem. Uh, you try to make chances, but if you're not able to score them, uh, you will be lacking. And then this exactly was a problem yesterday and in the previous games where they've been, been the better side. They've been the the one uh, which holding the ball much. No, much in a way that you know makes scoring opportunities, but you're not able to get in the final third and just finish those chances. Uh, right. it, it, it's just the problem of keeping a composure in front of goal. Uh, probably work more on the set pieces. The set, set pieces were really bad yesterday. Uh, yeah. uh, there were a couple of uh, uh, opportunities where you had a direct shot on goal, and uh, it just hit. It couldn't even clear the wall. So that just shows that. Uh, there's not much lethality in, in in your set pieces, and it's one of the you know, key aspects of goal scoring. The, the set pieces, the corners also were you know, a bit of wasteful. So these yeah. these all things you know can make up uh, for, for for all the loss uh, uh, that Northeast have gone through. I think just we need to polish it a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, now it's time for another game that we have to look at. Uh, it's ISL match tonight. Uh, another interesting game coming our way. Uh, it's between Bengaluru FC and Jamshedpur. The two new teams in ISL are going to uh, lock horns against each other. Now Jamshedpur still looking for uh, some momentum to go their way. They lost the previous match at home against FC Pune City, and since then they're playing. Now it's after look quite some days. Uh, meanwhile, Bengaluru FC suffered. Uh, their first home defeat in the season against Chennai in their last encounter. So another home game for Bengaluru and to rectify the mistakes that they've done in the game, in the previous match. Now coming to you, Chiranjit, uh, what are you expecting from this game, uh, particularly from Bengaluru? Yeah, well, Jamshedpur uh, have had all the uh, time to prepare for this match, which means uh, they will have the defense sorted to try and neutralize the Bengaluru FC attack, and they might even want to show off their own prowess, but. Uh, I expect something like uh, a Mumbai City effect to happen on Bangalore FC because uh, they came in uh, and uh, they, they literally tried to take over ISL uh, on their debut season. And uh, the way uh, Pune City outplayed them for a while and then uh, they got outplayed by uh, uh, Mumbai City in the... Sorry, what is the name they went? and last match and then. Yeah. They tried to come in and take over ISL on the debut season, but they, uh, the way they lost to FC Goa and uh, they were outplayed by Pune City for a while and then lost to Chennai FC, Chennai FC uh, pretty uh, convincingly. So I, I expect this to be a, a, a time of reckoning for them uh, where they work on their defects, uh, uh, fix their errors, and try to uh, use this game as a platform to prove themselves. You know that uh, uh, what happened uh, did not bug them down. Uh, it, it did not, uh, you know, uh, kill their spirit basically. And that's what Bengaluru FC have done. I mean, uh, the, the most famous campaigns uh, are those that they got cornered uh, to the back of the wall, and uh, from there they started fighting back and uh, you know got back uh, to the top and all of that. So yeah, they will uh, want to win this. So that they have a hand uh, at the top of the table, you know, uh, they, they, they remain in the vicinity of the top two, uh, which is a comfortable place to be in ISL. So, yeah, they're, they're going to do it, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, 
definitely are you expecting are you expecting goals from both the teams or would this be a one sided affair um maximum one goal from Jamshedpur um, uh, it's probably going to be a 3-1 win for Bengaluru FC okay okay kevin coming to you what are your expectations from these two debutants who are going to play against each other in ISL and also your prediction for scoreline uh, for me Jamshedpur uh, FC have got the weakest attack in the ISL uh, it goes by by the way we've seen them uh the number of chances that they create are just very few i think only against uh, pune city uh, when they were gold when they were a man uh, up uh, because uh, pune city had conceded a red card i think that is when they really uh, try to push players forward apart from that i, I don't really see them you know that that uh, no lethality in the attack but uh, uh, in this game it is going to be tough for them to even uh, you know, stop them from conceding uh and it's it's one of the strongest attack in the in the in the ISL against one of the, the strongest defense uh obviously defense does not uh, win new games it's it might just you know uh help you concede a few few less but uh, how how the couple approaches this game is it will be interesting you know, he he will try to use as much as possible uh, backline cover for his defense and uh, you know maybe wait for something uh, like how uh, mumbai city did uh, they just uh, kept waiting 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 and that one mistake led to the goal and you know that that just could be with that day where jamshedpur uh, are able to uh, at least give a tough fight to bengaluru fc maybe by uh, one one goal from here and there but uh, for me uh, it, it's more mostly a one sided affair uh, if, if bengaluru fc are able to just uh break open that defense for the first time it's going to be all floodgates open for uh, for for them okay well let's hope this would be the you know bengaluru fc is coming back uh, point where they would uh, want to rectify all the mistakes done in the past and start probably afresh from this other debut inside now we slip into a short break and on the other side we have uh, two i league matches to look at which will take place tomorrow they both are early kick offs so uh, the one is indian arrows playing gokulam shillong lajong plays neroka all of that on the other side hi i am amit verma the host of the weekly podcast the scene and the unseen in my show i examine the scene effects and the unintended consequences of public policy and private action i show how policies meant to help the poor often end up hurting the poor i've done episodes so far on demonetization gst surgical strikes immigration and mrp and i will continue my forensic assault on the truth in the weeks to come Catch the show every Monday on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app that you prefer or visit seenunseen.in for all the latest updates. Welcome back guys and uh, you know we have two interesting I League games to look at which will take place on 22nd that is tomorrow and uh, we have some these other we have we have also debutants in action in the I League we have Indian Arrows playing Gokulam FC Uh, it's a 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Kevin, what, what? How do you see this now? Gokulam are coming after a very long time back in action, right? They, uh, I think, the last player was at home, a defeat against Neroka, and since then, wow, the scheduling is insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they last played their match on the 9th of December, and now they directly jump on the 22nd and they play Indian Arrows. Yeah, so talk, both talk about are, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both are kind of in a struggling period. Gokulam still yet to find their 
uh, winning groove uh, meanwhile indian arrows are of course they are in a learning period uh, but uh, loss i don't know how to judge this kevin how are you going to do this indian arrows playing gokulam what are your thoughts and indian arrows are going to play in delhi it's a 2 pm kick off i mean even a normal uh, prime time kick off there are no uh crowd coming in uh, i don't see i don't see a single soul coming out to watch this match yeah, uh, we, we talk about you know, horrible scheduling and 2 pm in delhi uh, then 2 pm in, in in kochi what's what's happening you know this uh, this is what in kochi uh, sorry kochi code this is just a plan to have the, the the crowd not come to watch the games i think that is simple the simplest way to put it uh you you've got the youngest players in in uh, the uh, uh, in india who just played the world cup and uh, you have them play at 2 pm at, in, in such a ground where there there's never been any any interest and uh, uh, it doesn't even look like that there will be crowd uh, but maybe so for some reason uh, we will try to give away some uh, free tickets or probably get in some promotional activities done to have the crowd come and see them so that that's that's a really sad uh, reality uh, but so talking about the game uh, gokulam fc that heavy defeat that they suffered at home uh, it just you know uh, throws them out of uh, their plans totally uh, yeah. in indian arrows uh, what do you talk about them they've been a side that has come to learn as the coach says uh, they will be playing without foreigners and they will be playing against a couple of uh, foreigners that you know, are twice the size and age of uh, these young boys do we think uh, there are even going to be any goals from indian arrows it's difficult to imagine uh, mm. just imagine uh, if uh, gokulam fc uh, are getting uh, away with the season uh, and this is the way to start off uh, against a weak indian yeah. indian arrows side what's going to be next for indian arrows uh, because another defeat is just going to be crushing their their aspirations to get the real experience of the top division Right. For, for me, uh, I, I don't think it's it's a right schedule uh, for Indian Arrows because they already played Minerva Punjab twice and now they come come again and uh, play Kokulam FC who, who look physically strong. Um, mm. no, uh, they've got almost a 10-day gap, so they, I'm sure they've prepared well. Yeah, uh, considering it's an uh, away game for... Uh, <coughs> uh, it, it's been away travels for... Um, uh, for indian arrows even though they are home ground was supposed to be delhi i think they played uh, their away games as uh, i think most of the games was were, were away in spite of having a, a home ground uh, this was the same case with uh, other teams as well even uh, uh, chennai city are doing that this season so uh, this this really doesn't work out for teams who want to establish themselves as as a development side you want to give them a home ground you want to give them you know, that comfort uh, of having practiced uh, wherever they've been playing and that has to be the home ground uh, right gokulam fc are looking very strong on paper and they have been you know, creating chances it's just that one game that uh, you know, didn't work out in their favor but uh, going forward uh, if if gokulam fc are just going to score a couple of goals is going to be disastrous for indian arrows to come back hmm absolutely now do we see goals here there will be goals uh, i doubt from indian arrows uh, hmm. it's it, it depends on what kind of strategy uh, matos applies uh, does he want to you know play the free flowing game uh, that he has been doing 
I think it will be a good idea if he do he does that uh, rather than trying to just uh, you know, play more more defensive football. Uh, obviously, they do not play defensive football. They just assess the the opposition and try to you know uh, get in a way past past the wingers and the wing backs to uh, you know, cut cut open the defense. And right. then the best one would be to just uh, uh, apply the same speed that they've been doing for 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 the other games. and uh, try to get in that first goal hmm absolutely now unfortunately sunil couldn't continue uh, the call with us as he's traveling so just to the two of us and now it's time to move ahead to the last match for the show that we have today and it's again tomorrow it's a 5:30 pm kickoff and i think we don't need sunil here we all we need is kevin because it's his team shillong lejong taking on neroka fc now kevin coming to you uh, neroka played a brilliant match against mohan bagan um i mean they held they held on to mohan bagan for a goalless draw which is also a goal first goalless draw in the i league meanwhile shillong lejong defeated uh, the defending champions aizol at their home ground both the teams looking strong okay and slowly gaining their momentum and now they play against each other i am expecting a cracker of a match nothing less than that what are your thoughts on the game obviously it's going to be a cracker of a match um, but what do we have for our year is it a derby again No? no i don't know <laughs> it's okay, manipur and shillong <laughs> two different places uh, meghalaya and uh, manipur uh, but both passionate teams uh, both teams never give up uh, especially uh, shillong lejong i am obviously biased towards them uh, yeah. <laughs> neroka <laughs> neroka are good with the foreigners uh, uh, for for shillong lejong the, the the only foreigner that stands out is uh, uh, lawrence do in the back and he, he hmm. does a tremendous job he just like uh, how alfred jarin was for as well last year uh, last season right. he is just playing a similar role he is just so strong and in the air uh, he does not let uh, any balls pass him and he, i think he is one of the key players in this chelolo uh, jong side uh, uh, last uh, season i always talked about you know, having uh, those few foreigners in the team uh, and most of them were heavily dependent on the on uh, the indian players it's just the, the balance has shifted now uh, right so this this season it's uh, more of foreign dominated uh, shillong lejong supported by you know a key uh, core indian group uh, this alan deori the samuel uh, samuel obviously did not uh, play in the last game uh, that's interesting mm. from uh, bobby nongbet um, um, this comparison of both coaches uh, neroka's gift right and Uh, he's got a different approach he wants to just go ahead and you know, try to get in the goals uh shillong lejong we see last season uh, in the last game against mohan bagan that they were uh, it was two all and they were a man up but they didn't want to go ahead and uh, score more goals i think yeah. it's more strat- more strategic uh, for me as a coach i think i would have uh, gone ahead and tried to get that get that third goal uh, the final goal the winning goal but uh, It, it's it's a strong position for uh, lajong i would say coming into this game uh, uh, since obviously they they've not able to uh, they, they've managed to hold on mohan bagan and uh, if they able to just uh, get past neroka by a small goal margin it's even better for them they just improve on the on the standings and uh, it's going to be great if that happens uh, either there will be a rotation of players as well uh maybe some injury concerns um neroka uh, you you've seen their foreigners perform they're just exceptionally good and yeah. especially uh, the central midfield where 
Aaron Williams plays. Uh, uh, I think he's the one who controls the gameplay, and he's the one who's uh, pushing things uh, here and there. So, Mark, you know, keeping a close eye on him uh, will be what will be something that uh, Shilong Gajong will keep uh, keep an eye on. Uh, it, it promises to be a great attacking game. Obviously, uh, unless one team uh, decides, uh, okay, we are going to park the bus, uh, we're just going to uh, play on counter attack. Uh, mm. other, otherwise, we should be we, sh- we should see an open, free flowing, a uh, good attacking side. Yeah, well, rather, I think it's always the case when these uh, northeastern clubs meet against each other, and it's like it's, it's a crazy game. And I'm sure this one will also be, uh, I mean, two birds, but also between two coaches with two young minds, and you no. Know, uh, with experience as well, but also they are a balanced squad, almost uh, you know balanced with their uh, Indian as well as the foreign players. So a great uh, footballing action coming your way, especially uh, tomorrow's. Both these matches should be an expect should be a threat. Uh, well, let's hope that uh, we get to see a lot of goals in these games in the coming matches, and that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, we'll come back to you tomorrow to look at the other few matches as well over the weekend that we could not touch upon today. And uh, maybe tomorrow is the last day before we uh, slip into a break uh, for Christmas. But we'll be back from, I think, 26th to 27th because there are I-League matches to look at. Uh, well, that's all, guys, for today. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, if there are any disturbances, once again, please uh, like, share, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the bell icon so you get updates of our new episode. You can also uh, list your uh, comments below in the comment section. Let us know your thoughts about these matches. Uh, if you want to talk to us directly on Twitter, you can do that. Shrenji Toja, Boza underscore Kevin, Siju Matthew 94. Please follow the TFG football to the handle where you get updates about everything that happens in Indian football and also about the live updates regarding the matches. You can also read about all these stories on our website, thefangrass.com. Uh, have a great day, folks. Enjoy the matches and come back to us tomorrow. Cheers. That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out, ATKT.in. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.